Do you uh, do that with your hair too? Oh yeah, just waft it, and then I just kind of realized that I smack my head off the wall. Ooh, my nice. hair's all twisted, and then you're like trying to have to move your hair out your face or out your mouth because you have such long hair. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero. I'm a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. All right, who's ready to end the week, right? Gosh, I'm so excited today. We'd love to be positive, so get ready. It's coming. We have a guest joining us today, all the way from the UK. Oh my gosh, that rhymed. I think Captain Influence and I are just going to sit back and let her talk so we can listen to her amazing accent. But if we do speak up, we've got to chat about the new Star Trek Picard show. Holy amazing chicken duck woman thingy. (sighs) Plus, we're finally, finally, finally going to review the new Jumanji movie. Sorry, it took me a little while. We'll nerd out as always. We'll inspire you. We'll motivate you. And us, by the way, to unleash our superheroes because you, my friend, are a superhero. Really? <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, you really are. Let's rock it! Well, welcome, welcome to the Chris Farley Show. <laughs> uh, I mean, the real Brian Show. I'm the real yeah, Brian. Kind of thing. Yeah, you, you got to get it right there. Captain Influence, what's up? Hello, Groovy Baby. You threw me off there, Brian. I thought you were going to say, hey, baby, (laughs) I'm the real Brian. Is it groovy to see you today? And I'll be like, yeah, baby, it's totally groovy. You know, Austin Powers, I was going to say something totally different, but... Oh, it's Dr. Evil. (laughs) Look what you did to Mr. I can't do him very well. I'm sorry. (laughs) I do Russian people at person. Let's, let's let the expert. Russian villain. Oh, yes. Let's have our resident uh, female Austin Powers. We'll call her Mrs. Powers. Groovy, baby. <laughs> Welcome. She's not even faking it. Yeah, that's that's just perfect. Yeah, you just, that's a natural <laughs> accent. <laughs> Double on top of that. totally my accent. Oh, no, I do yeah. love accents. Catherine, welcome. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Thank you. So we need a radio name for you or a superhero name or something. What, what do we have? Um, well, I sort of resemble myself to Janeway, so I suppose you could do something with that. Should I just call Captain you Captain Janeway. or Admiral? Everybody on my page used to call me Admiral, so. Admiral? Admiral Janeway. Call me Admiral, yeah. Admiral Janeway, welcome. It's, I hope you've got my coffee. You know, I've been waiting all day for it. Uh, I have Leola Root version of coffee. Is that okay? Oh, gosh, no. That's why we shook me like coffee. You know I roast my own coffee, right? Really? You didn't know this? <laughs> no. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I roast my own. For for real. I mean, like, this is legit. No replicator coffee here. He grows it in his own, well, a corner of his studio, yeah. which uh, is big enough. Yeah. And then he of, harvests... Um, yeah. Speaking of coffee, I saw this thing on Facebook. Apparently, I, this version monkey thing, it like poops out these like seed yeah. things, and people turn it into coffee. Palm civets coffee, and they're it's cats. It's disgusting. They're, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's like these little cats that eat the beans and then poop them out, and they're now delicacies. <laughs> Welcome to the right. world of coffee. 
Oh, it's God. kitty poop coffee. Yeah, palm civets. Check it out. Uh, mm, mm, tasty. That. Tasty no, buggers. <laughs> no thanks. Totally do it. You, you know you really want you know kitty poopy coffee. That's right. Can we just listen to you talk? I just love your accent. Yeah, really? Shut up, French. Yeah. This is how Americans go. Oh, oh look, it's a British accent girl. I know. Well, Speak. Say anything. Blah, do, blah, 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 blah. do we sound Isn't the same to you? <laughs> Don't you don't you feel I like feel American that. accents are just as like I don't know sexy or hot or whatever? Uh, annoying. I, I love American accents. I would if I hear somebody speaking American, I would just go up to them like, "You're American, aren't you? Your accent's really nice. I like it." <laughs> See? <laughs> See, I knew it. You know, it's just because. But I it's also different. gotta admit that Irish accents are pretty sexy. Yes, they really are. There's no such thing as one centralized British accent. Same with Americans, oh, you know, you've got our Southern accents, you've got our New York accents. I'm going to tell you what, you got them Texas accents. What is your accent? My accent's a bit of everything. Okay. So I watch a lot of American shows, so I tend to pick up whatever accents if I see on TV or if I travel. I mean, like when I went to Ireland for like four days, I picked up their accent and came home like it. That's great. I like that. So I pick up a lot of accents. So I just, I speak however some people just think I'm actually American or God knows what, but my okay. dad's from Birmingham and my mom's from wherever. So I just <laughs> whatever accent and I just speak yeah, it. She's a gypsy. Yeah, I suppose. I'm a posh version of a little gypsy. <laughs> All right. So let's hear your best American accent. Go for it. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> that was close. That was close. Yeah, you're almost there. Oh my God. Yeah, not bad. Is that Robin Hood? Oh, Robin Hood, is he live? Oh, my God. I've heard a story of that. Robin Hood is so amazing. <laughs> so. Yeah, just keep going. Keep yeah, going. yeah. Ad, Admiral here uh, taught me what Chav meant. Chaver. Oh Chaver. How do you pronounce, how do you pronounce it? it? It's Chav. Chav. Okay. So the, I didn't the, even the know what you were talking about. And I was, you're just okay. like, look at these Chavs. I'm like, what's a Chav? And you're like, it's these guys. I'm like, what? They're in like these sweatsuits or something like that. See, Ryan's not the only one who didn't even know what like a chav meant. We don't have um, them here. I, I spoke to Garrett about it and he was like, I don't even know what chav is. So I sent him my photo and he just looked at it on his live stream like, what is that? Yeah. And it's basically a person that wears a tracksuit, walks around like as if they're some hard kind of gangster thing and go, you're all right, bro. What you're, what you're up to, mate? Yeah. It's like, like, yeah. You know, like that. And I was just like, oh my days. And they wear their tracksuit bottoms, like half down their legs and they'll have their boxes out. So you oh, can geez. see their boxes and then they'll have their like the tracksuits and the trainers and everything. And they'll walk as, around like as if they're a really hard gangster. They'll have pit bull dogs as if to say, yeah, what you're going to do? My dog's going to attack you, in it? You know, you're describing the Jersey Shore. You know that, right? Oh, really? Oh, totally. Yeah, oh, that's Jersey Shore. So, so, yeah, we have them here. They're like jock G's, you know, jock <laughs> gangsters. Is that what you, I, I've never seen yeah. one like that. I mean, seriously, like if you have gangsters around here, I mean, they're full on gangsters. But you don't see tracksuit. Oh, yeah. If anybody's dressed up in like athletic gear, they're athletes. Or they're yeah. I, I won't wear a tracksuit outside my house unless I I really have to. Yeah. Like if it's really cold, then I'll I'll wear one. Yeah, but you gotta remember horrible weather. I've never even seen a tracksuit here. Brian's definition of a gangster is like from an old Michael Jackson video. So what? You kidding, man? Yeah. Do you know I interviewed former G's <laughs> from the hood, man? I did a show. It was called Backstage Pass. I interviewed some some dudes that were 
in LA and East St. Louis and some of those that were former G's and they did some really bad stuff and now they're out there trying to help people. So, oh, interesting. I think some, like, obviously, some gangsters are, you know, kind of cool. And then you have the ones where they think they're so amazing and then they meet the hard, the tough hard gangsters and they soon realize that they're nothing compared to them. Yeah. And they would just run for the hills because you've got like the Russian, the wait, Russian wait. mobs and, and oh, they're yeah. the scary ones. The KGB. How yeah. does a chav run for the hills if their tracksuit pants are halfway down their legs? They waddle? <laughs> are they doing the penguin thing? Brian, when I say <laughs> half down the, the legs, I mean literally just where the butt cheeks is. They're more than capable of oh, running. Oh, I thought it was like wrapped around their, their like ankles or something. No, 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 no. No, it's literally just Someday. underneath their butt cheeks. Okay, well, <laughs> that's pretty funny. I'll yeah. have to show you one Still day, Brian, how they actually do it. You know, it's okay. pretty easy. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Well, I do that sometimes with my pajama bottoms. <laughs> but I have a question for you, Catherine. Uh, Admiral James. Okay. Um, what is Brexit, honestly? Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> <laughs> we don't no. have to go there. I was just... <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely think it's just stupid. Uh, everybody uh, voted, to, pretty much everybody voted to leave. And yet we're still waiting to leave. And now we have some <laughs> idiot in parliament who looks like British version of Donald Trump. Oh no. Like, how a stupid of, can you get? A lot of Americans are curious about it because we see it in the news a lot, but most of us have no clue what, and, and I've tried it, to look it up before and it's really nebulous. I mean, it's, it's just so stupid. Like he's like, Oh, we're going to leave Brexit on the, uh, I think it's, 31st of January or something. And I'm just like, that's never going to happen. And then we had um, <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn, who's absolutely an idiot. <laughs> he goes around like saying he's the most amazing person. And then you'll see him in the post, drunk as hell, handing on someone's car. And it's just kind of like, you don't need that in Parliament. Someone no. in Parliament should be helping the public, not literally walking around like, oh yeah, we'll help you, we can get jobs. Where are you going to get these jobs from? Yeah. Where are you going to get all these nurses? The nurses that are basically, you want to find new jobs, are they going to be the same nurses that are already doing those jobs? You're just going to give them better pay or what? They're not going to find a thousand other nurses to suddenly do the jobs that they're doing. You just yeah. have the same nurses doing the same jobs and they're going to hate it because nothing changes. And that's it for the UK. Like obviously mm. I live in Nottingham. We don't see any of whatever they're doing. London gets the most of it. We don't see hardly any of it. Hmm. And one newspaper that I did read, the idiot who looks like Donald Trump actually hid in a fridge. So he didn't have to like do he an hid interview. In a fridge? Yeah. Oh my God. Are you sure that wasn't just a tabloid? No, I don't. You know was it in the sun? <laughs> I do, I'm not sure, but the, the most tabloids over here are so stupid that obviously with the sun, everybody knows not to read it. It's just so stupid. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, well, where do you stand on the Harry and Meghan situation? I think they should be allowed to have a personal life. They don't have to be in the public if they don't want to. I agree. Yeah, I do too. What is the grossest thing you've ever eaten? <laughs> I was in Spain. I think it was Menorca, my second time. And I thought these things were like onion rings. So I'm just eating them by the dozen. And someone goes, you know, they're squid rings, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I love and them. I'm like, we eat those all the time. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> And I literally just went, eh. That's the grossest. That was Fri it? Squid? Uh, breaded squid is the grossest thing you've ever eaten? I don't like sushi. Oh, I literally physically no, cannot stand it. I love sushi. It. I don't. I suppose one of the grossest things I was made to eat as a kid 
not by my choice. It was like a, a soup and the smell of it would make me gag. Mm. So uh, I would have to eat that and I wouldn't be allowed to turn around and watch TV with everybody else until I ate it. And I used to puke every time oh, I would smell man. it or just anything. I don't know what it actually is, but apparently someone said it's got like a curry spice in it. Oh. Really disgusting. I've ate a lot in my lifetime. Some people love certain things. I was talking to a, a friend of ours who was born in Shanghai, lived in Taiwan. And I was kind of like, oh my gosh, did you eat that stinky tofu stuff? And he's like, oh, I loved it. You know, we just ate it all the time because you're just used to it. And I mean, the smell of that stuff for me was just like, oh, no, it's like a cross between somebody's armpit and I don't know, like, but was I, I mean, it, it was gross. And I'm like, I'm not eating that stuff. So you just never know. Never know. But he loved it. It's like Vegemite or haggis. I mean, no, thanks. <laughs> or collard greens. No, okay. Those, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Catherine, I have to ask you this. So you have changed your name legally twice now. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, well, I've changed it once. I haven't actually changed it the second time yet. I'm oh, waiting. it's not official yet. The funds. It's not official. Soon it will be official, but I will be changing it legally to just Catherine Eliza Janeway. I love so it. So I will, I uh-huh. will literally, eventually will be officially Catherine Janeway. So prior to Catherine Jane, so I'm just curious, like, first of all, how you did this? I think this is kind of cool. Okay. So I did it through Depot. Um, The reason why I changed my name the first time is like, I used to be called Natalie Mm -hmm. and I absolutely hated it. (laughs) Everybody would shortcut it to Nat or Nat Nat or. Oh, weird. So that's your birth name is Natalie. Yeah. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Stop Uh, saying it, Brian. Well, we have a friend who has that same name. She likes her name, but that's okay. We won't. <laughs> well, my nana gave it me. And obviously, like, I found a lot of stuff out about my grandparents, which isn't amazing. Mm. So I was like, you know, I, I don't want that. I don't want to be associated with that. Mm-hmm. So I had the whole thing changed. And, like, the names that I currently have, so obviously the first part, it's a double barrel name. So the first part is Tris, which mm-hmm. is short for Beatrice. And, that, and both of those names come from um the divergent films mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. when i watch the divergent films you have this beatrice girl who doesn't even know who she is doesn't know what she's doing with her life and she doesn't know where she's going to go she's going to lose her parents and then she's going to have to choose another fraction yeah and even when she does that she still doesn't know what she's doing but then she finds out that she's divergent and then all of a sudden she knows something and she's still trying to figure herself out and throughout the three films you just see her stumbling around until she kind of figures out her life and I sort of realized that well I'm like that I don't know what I'm meant to be doing in my life I don't know what my purpose is I don't know whether I'm gonna you know be here from one day to the next Mm -hmm. and it's kind of like I I resemble to that so I took that name with me Mm. and then obviously I had the Catherine added to it because it's from Janeway Mm -hmm. and a lot of people will call me like Tris instead of going oh well do you want to be called Catherine it's a double bar of name and a lot of people will call me Kat Catherine or Kath. So I'm kind of used to it. Mm-hmm. But then I'm just going to get rid of the Tris and have the Catherine and just obviously have the Eliza because apparently Jamie's middle name is Elizabeth. Oh, interesting. So, so I'm having the Eliza and then obviously with the Jamie, I just figured that if I have kids, my kid's going to have the last name as Jamie, which is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's so cool. it's kind of helped me sh- like to be a lot of a, a better person with this kind of name change. Yeah, because uh, it's a lot. It's made me happier to basically have this new name. Yeah. Rather than and like my mom calls me Natalie, it sort of drags me back to the past. And I always <laughs> yeah. kind of like don't do that. Yeah. 
Oh, so it's so I don't mind other people doing it. It's just her. It makes it a bit more like, can you not? My everyone else can do it. Yeah. Everyone else has called me by my new name. When I met Garrett in like I think it was 2016, he didn't have to question it. He just called me a Tris straight up. Nice. Well, that's, that's what I was calling you originally. And then I was trying to be like, yeah. oh, wait, I can't call you Tris anymore because you're going to Catherine. But I think yeah. either way it works. But yeah. I mean, I have one of my friends. He calls me Auntie Kathy. And nice. his mom asked him, like, why do you call her Auntie Kathy? And he explained to her, oh, Catherine Jamie. So yeah. she's like, oh, tell Auntie Kathy I said hi. And I thought it's just <laughs> hilarious. And I loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, Q called her that, right? Yes, yes, he did. Yeah. When he's like, can you babysit for my baby on Kathy? That's right. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's oh, like, gosh. yes. We're Voyager nerds. So, and yeah. by the way, you're mentioning Garrett, just, you know, for those of you who are like, who's Garrett, Garrett Wong, AKA Harry Kim. We Harry had him Kim, on the, the show. Ensign who never gets promoted. That's right. Everybody at convention always brings him these little pips and go, I will promote you, Harry. I know. You're an I admiral by now. Yeah. I yes. Know, I'm gosh. an admiral. I've surpassed Harry. Well, that's true. <laughs> okay, so you have to answer this one then because obviously you know Garrett. We both do. Yes. Who's your favorite Voyager character? You don't have to say Garrett. Oh my gosh. He's um, listening, but you don't have to say that. I'm sorry, Harry. As much as I had a crush on you when I was a kid, my main one's Jane Ray. Oh, Hi. Yeah. Nice. And Torres. Makes sense. I have a Taurus, lot. Huh? I, I do okay. like. Yes, I do. I have a lot. I, I do like all the characters individually, except for Neelix. He's to just winds me up because of his jealousy. <laughs> and it's kind of like, you just want to punch him. Like, why are you jealous? Because she knows where ends in Eggheart's bedroom is or something. Yeah. When Tom Paris is checking her out, like, like, yeah, she's beautiful. And then they start fighting. And it's kind of like, if that's your girlfriend... Treat her like your girlfriend instead of walking around like, yeah. you know, oh <laughs> like just, just no. This is how you do somebody. So my, my, my main favorite is, is Janeway. I sort of Good. kind of had a crush on her since I was like 11 years old and it hasn't really gone away. But when I was at school, I technically actually came out as a lesbian because I was so obsessed with her. <laughs> And then I kind of wasn't a good idea to come out of school, but I thought it was brilliant as an 11 year old. Like, this is who I am. This is where I'm going to be. And wow. my life was just really weird. And I had like random people asking me bizarre questions yeah. for a while. And obviously, like, I didn't really date anybody until I was like 19. And I've just sort of dated girls for mainly all of my life, which is different now. So when I met her, I met her in, um, I think it was 2018. One of my friends, Rob, had actually paid my ticket to go meet her and my entry ticket. Oh, so nice. because I was more nice. worried, like, oh, I'm not going to meet her. Like, oh, my God. And it was like kind of a moment that was absolutely bloody madness. I needed the toilet. <laughs> and I was like, please don't piss in front of Kate. And please don't cry. Like, you know, these yeah. are you two main things. Do not do them. And I got there. And... um this, this stewardess or, or whatever you call her, she's just standing like, oh, are you happy to see Kate? I'm just, and I, I'm like, the thing is, I shocked her. I freaked this this girl out because she just went, oh my God. And Kate just turned around like, and she just stared at me because I was like, um, I'm basically just here to say thanks to Kate for helping me get through, you know, a suicide attempt that I did when I was 17. And she just mm. went, oh my God. And then Kate just like, what's wrong? And I just froze and I'm like, ah! 
and I just <laughs> cried. And she, and she was just like hugging me. I was like, it's okay. And I just literally spat the words like, thank mm. you for helping me with my suicide when I was 17. It really helped me a lot. I'm abused and everything. Blah, blah, blah. And it just all came out. And I was just like absolutely in hysterics. And mm. she didn't go to hug me. I actually went and hugged her, mm. which I soon realized afterwards that, oh my God, I just hugged Kate. She didn't hug me. I literally just hugged her instead. And my photo with her is, is just amazing. And I've met her again in Ireland and it, it was great. That's cool. But I was an um, absolute mess after can, meeting her. Yeah. Can you send Brian the photo of you and her? Oh, yeah. I will do. It's actually on my Facebook. Uh, nice. It's one of my favorites. My face is known off like bright red. Because <laughs> it was just like, oh. When I met her again in Ireland, I basically gave, like, told her that, yeah, I'm back on my meds. I'm doing all right now. Like, I'm a lot better. And she was like, oh, that's really good. And, you know, I'm glad with that. And my sister is just, I feel a lot more better that I've actually met you. And that I've, you know, because my sister, I've watched you since I was 11 years old. I went, I don't mean that in any creepy way at all. I've just, <laughs> you know, been this, like, 11 little child going through so much trauma. And mm-hmm. then obviously coming to see Voyager on one episode that I just didn't even know what it was. I got hooked. And then mm-hmm. literally your character basically told me, it's okay to not be okay. It's okay to cry. Mm-hmm. but." Pick yourself up whilst you do it. And like, Kate means that to me. It, she means everyone to like that. Like a lot of people on my Voyage page when it was around, even though I had it for like five years, they basically said that Kate had picked them up from a place where they thought they couldn't return. Mm. And obviously Kate's probably thankful for that, but heard so many stories. She's, I don't know, she might get fed up with it, but... She's helped a lot of people get through things that maybe nobody would even thought of. So meeting her was crazy. You know, absolute madness. Oh, it, and it's amazing to me how, you know, people say, oh, it's just entertainment. It's just TV. You know, you don't yeah. really understand how much of an impact that shows like that. I mean, that was kind of the next generation for me, too. It was it, was, it got me through, you know, my younger years as well as just, yeah. I, you know, I mean, you could escape and it was wonderful and you just did your thing and. You know, when you're having a bad day or you're getting bullied at school or whatever's going on, you know, it's just like, hey, you know, Captain Picard is here. That kind of thing. I mean, you know, it's you know, it's not real, but they represent at least in Star Trek. They represented the best of us or the best that we should be. Yeah. Which I always yeah. appreciated. So that's cool. Yeah. It's the words that they tell you. It's yeah. kind of like one of my favorite Jane recruits that I, I want to eventually get tattooed on me is fear exists for one purpose to be conquered. And I believe in that. Hmm. Like you can only let fear beat you so much. Yeah, I agree. Bam. Got to overcome that. Booyah. My mom used to watch uh, Captain Picard and I used to watch it obviously on TV, but I'd never yes. watched it in the whole full length. Um, oh. I started watching it on Netflix. Yeah. And I was watching season one and I looked at Commander Wolf like, what have they done to your hair? like i'm a warrior yeah and i just i was just like has your mommy plaited little braids and then pulled them out and just (laughs) covered it up at the back like oh my god then obviously it got slightly better and i just i was looking at the hair like no and just why would you do that to a klingon he's meant to be Uh, this big warrior you know good looking guy and then you look at his hair like yeah, it was the what? late 80s. What are you going to do? That was the problem. I mean, like seasons one and two were I mean, I guess three was the 80s, too. But seasons one and two were definitely the 80s. And, you know, they had low budget. 
and it was just cheesy. And then it's like season three came around and you're just like, whoa, oh my gosh, this is so good. And it takes off. By the way, thank you for sharing all that stuff. I, I know we we are going to be going into more depth, too, because I want to hear more about your story and yeah. some of the stuff you've overcome. We'll do that in a separate episode, which, by the way, will be coming up soon. So I've been talking about this for a while, and I wanted to just kind of do a little bit of a teaser that, yes, we're going to chat with Catherine. Blue Phoenix has agreed to come on as well. Um, got a couple of other people. Abel James got that scheduled again. So doing some additional nerding out episodes. We're unleashing that inner nerd of ours. And of course the actual, remember the inspirational motivational, like that action provoking content we were talking about captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's oh coming. yeah. It's coming. It's actually getting scheduled and Bring it's it. actually coming. So I just wanted to throw that one out that you've got some bonus stuff coming your way. People so excited. Oh my gosh. Let's do this. Let's at least just give a very, very quick non-spoilery reaction to star Trek Picard. And then I would really like to do a spoiler episode as a, as a separate episode because there's a lot to talk about. But first of all, Captain Influence, what did you think? I'm practically speechless as far (laughs) as how good that show was. When I heard Picard was coming out, I really wasn't expecting very much, even though I was going to watch it because it's Picard. But I wasn't expecting anything to wow me. And boy, was I surprised. It's just too much for words. I want to kiss the director (laughs) and the writers. Almost everything about the show was perfect. Almost everything. Mm. The woman who plays Dr. Agnes Girati, her name's Allison Pill. Mm -hmm. She didn't do the best acting job in episode one, and she kind of weirds me out for some reason, but this is in (laughs) no way, no way does that uh, sour the show for me. So, I mean, that was a minor thing. Yeah, and and she was in Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So it was a good movie. Okay. Anybody seen that? So okay. uh, I don't want to believe they can go off the rails like Mandalorian started to. I'm counting on this being a fun ride. Catherine, what did you think of Picard in a non-spoilery sense? What did you think? I don't really know what to expect because I haven't like seen Picard since I was a kid or basically when I was watching it on Netflix. So obviously I wasn't really expecting like a, like a big deal. And I'm saying it was amazing. It was just something that was very slow at first and then once it kicks off you were just so into that one episode that you just want all the action and then when it finishes you just want more until you find out it's like friday every friday mm. and you're like i oh, don't want friday? that it, it's friday in the uk thursday so for like us. when it ends you just want another episode you don't want to wait yeah. you want to see what happens next keep binging yeah and it's great <sighs> i absolutely loved it i wanted to see seven mind you but she went in that one no, and we know that she's coming because that's in the previews, but that's not that's I, not a spoiler at all. Yeah, Seven and I think Riker and Troy are coming and all kinds uh-huh. of stuff. But anyway, I can't say hardly anything because it will spoil stuff, but I thought it was just amazing. I, I got into this and now granted, The Next Generation was my favorite Star Trek to this date, still always has been, even though I have a lot of favorite Star Treks that was still, you know, it, that's just like a special place for me. And mm-hmm. a friend of mine, uh, our our friend, listener our friend and listener chris he said it was like quote going home for him and i was just like oh my gosh that's what it felt like for me too because it's like you know i grew up with the next generation so for me it was a it was like a family i mean you knew them and then they did such a great job with the character development in that show i mean shoot when we had garrett on the real brian show he was even talking about that tng rocked the character development as probably the best star trek ever maybe the original did a really good job too eventually but it's so cool that you said that he said that because I wrote 
when I was doing my little review on it in the show notes, I wrote that it was like the rebirth of an old group of friends, which is the same. Yeah. It felt the same way to me. That's just, that's funny that he had the same you know, impression. Yeah. And I had that same feeling, but I wasn't able to articulate it like that. But when he wrote that to me, you know, in a text, I was just like, this is yeah, so true. But one thing I will say is that, you know, watching TNG and we talked about, you know, it started in the eighties and then went through the early nineties, the CGI back then, the technology just didn't exist. And one of the things I always had wished was that we could see, you know, the enterprise and we could see in the windows and we'd see people and we, you know what I mean? Um, and all I'm going to say is that CGI has come such a long ways and Picard is employing that technology. Finally, it's so cool. So anyway, there's so much to talk about, but I want to save the rest for a spoilery episode because there's so many things, but just a couple things is okay. First of all, I've heard some interesting commentary on the acting. You mentioned something as well. I'm not going to go into that, but the actors and the uh, the characters that have been written so far, I am super happy with. Absolutely blown mm-hmm. away. They've done such a good job with that. And even ex- the dog. Yeah, even the dog. <laughs> okay, I, I this is not a spoiler, but the dog's name is number one. <laughs> number one. Number one. I have to, I number one, dog. go out and take a number two. And it's a pit bull. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a pit I bull. It's, I think they chose a pit bull because of that pit bull that they had, but they couldn't take home with them because obviously in the UK, it's against the law. Oh, so we had to obviously let it go. So um, I can't what? remember what the dog was called, but he loves pit bulls. Um, I know Patrick Stewart loves pit bulls. Yeah, well, actually, so that's why they have one. They have a, I don't know if they have a rescue or they are working with a rescue, but it's a pit bull rescue. Patrick Stewart and his wife. Yes. So it's really cool. And he actually said, I want a pit bull in the film. I'm like, Good for you. I wonder if the do- I wonder if his pit bull's name is number one. That would be hilarious. <laughs> I think that would be adorable. Yeah. So anyway, absolutely fantastic. (laughs) I highly, highly, I can't recommend this enough right now. If you are a Star Trek fan, if you are a TNG fan, I cannot recommend this show enough right now. If you're any former Star Trek fan, just just go and watch it. It's amazing. Get your friends, get your mom, get your brother, sister, or whatever. Get your pet spider. um, um, Spider. (laughs) Get on fire. Who wants spiders? Exactly. Go go rescue a pit bull. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just watch it. It's great. You know, and, and there are negative and critical reviews out there. And what I would like to encourage you to do is to not read those reviews because it will. First of all, people are angry and negative and they're looking for anything yeah. to complain about. And if you read them, it will jade you. Go experience yeah. it for yourself and enjoy well, and I it. Think play some Breath of the Wild. It'll calm you down. Yeah. Ah, speaking of Breath of the Wild, how's that going? Oh, what a fun journey. What an exciting enchanting fun journey that is i know I'm, I'm three years late folks i know but you know what else is wow. a fun and exciting and enchanting journey no no i'm not even no <laughs> keep, keep going with breath of the world <laughs> <laughs> no no that's all i wanted to say that, okay. that's all i needed to say. you're having fun update on my apac abs yeah i was wondering about that yeah so i'm so obsessed with getting that last pair that 10th going for the 10 10 pack tenth abs yeah yeah I've tattooed the bottom two abs on my pelvis. Ooh, all right. Yeah, my wife wow. hates it, but it's so cool. Are you being serious? Yeah. Oh, yes, he is. <laughs> he will send a picture of his ten pack. At, well, we got an eight pack right now. He's no, working on his tenth. How's your treadmill desk still going? Still walking twenty miles a week, Ryan. Dude, you're amazing. Aren't I? I'm serious. Wait, no, no, no. Yeah, you I are. I mean, no. You're amazing. No, I'm not. If I were amazing, I would have dropped. 
30 pounds by now, but I haven't. I've barely dropped 10. Hey, but so I do put in 20 miles a week. You want to know something cool? Speaking of yeah. exercise while we're at it. So, you know, I'm 6'4", so tall. But, you know, it's like I, I'm trying to trim back down to ideal. Yeah, I'm, but Brian, you look fine. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I still am. I'm at an okay weight. I'm at an okay, but I want to get to an ideal place because, you know, I want to live long and healthy and prosper. Um, so I, I've been in this plan live to live long and prosper. That's right. Yep. That, that's right. Live long and prosper. My goal is to, well, overall, I've already started this, but when I first started, it was to drop 30 pounds of fat and to gain about 10 to 12 of muscle. And that's like ideal weight. Now that's really hard to get to by the way, but that's what I'm trying to do. It's a, it's a fun little goal. So What's cool is, you know, I've been doing Pilates and I bike in the summer, but in the winter, it's like, it's just too cold. I've got to find a way to get on a bike somewhere and also just continue some basic cardio. And Why don't you just get a rowing machine? Uh, yeah. yeah. One, we don't have the space. And two, I just, I don't have the, you know, what would you call it? The accountability, I guess, and the motivation to do it at home. And I can't do the treadmill desk thing because I bounce, you know, I'm, I'm walking. It's like, I can't type flying all uh, over the place. And, well, so alert, you could get one of them bikes, you know, like the ones where you can actually sit on it and yeah. you have the handlebars and you can watch TV while you do it. You know, I had one and I just didn't do it because, again, it's like I'm at home. But here's the thing, though. If I go to like an actual place where I have friends and, you know, it's like, oh, I got to go see my friends and I'm just motivated to go. And so we used to go to a place where I would go play basketball and they have, you know, weight rooms and all that good stuff, you know. And yeah. so we stopped for a while because of the injuries that I had had. So I was going through more like specialized care to overcome that, you know, and get back into, you know, so I could walk again, all that good stuff. But I'm like, it's time to get back to that gym. I guess if you want to call it that, that we were a part of and get started. So we did that like back in December. And so, okay, it's been what, just over a month now. So middle of December. And I'm not one of those like new year's resolution. Let's go work out for a month and then fall off the bandwagon in February. I'm like actually serious about this. Yeah, I do too. I'm like, I want to get this going. So anyway, I've been doing like blood work tests and, and the, uh, there's this thing called in body is what it's called. And it measures like BMI and all that, but it's a, it's almost as accurate as the immersion, which is like the most accurate way to measure your body fat and everything like that. But that's like really expensive. So this is like the second most accurate thing in like a month. I've already dropped nine pounds and I'm not even trying like that hard. (laughs) So I'm like, whoa. All right. I'm on my way. Anyway, I'm like so excited, so positive on all this and I'm working, you know, I, I've got a six pack based on all my Pilates, but I'm working to get it a little bit more visible like you, Captain Influence. Yeah. That way Tattoo I can. is an option. Keep well, going. I'm going for like the real thing. I mean, it's close. It's getting close, but if I can You'll get, get it, eventually. once it's like fully visible and like bulging, I will start posting ripped abs shots for Instagram and then I'll be finally famous. Yep, we'll have a calendar of the, the TRBS calendar. Yeah. You can check out our abs and and uh, other like thighs and <laughs> arms. And... <laughs> I'm you skipping know, around. I'm skipping uh, yeah. around. Look at the biceps well, I think on that. Your viewers would probably enjoy me on your calendar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, seeing as I don't weigh very much and I'm quite skinny anyway. I think well, there I'm you go. Smashing. See, you're already smashingly fit. I wish. Oh, yeah. See, if I go and take a jog outside my house, my heart's just going, are you kidding me? Please stop. (laughs) There is what I like to call functionally healthy. And then there's obsessed. I'm going for the functionally healthy. 
Yeah, functionally healthy is better. I mean, mentally, physically, emotionally, it's just better. Don't you agree? I used to be like really obsessed when I was a lot younger. Are you anymore? Um, I'm kind of in the in between. So I tend to fit in clothes that are like four to six. So in US clothing, that would be like a zero to a two. I don't even know what that means. She's tiny. Like, She's tiny. Very okay. small. Like okay. So I'm sort of I'm not like anorexic. But um, if I was to drop down to, say, like six and a half stone, and then if I was to drop any lower than that, to me, that's borderline anorexic, and I've had a doctor tell me that. So, so I can eat go for anything I want. Right, I can eat everything I want, and I gain nothing. Oh, there you go. See? And the worst part is, is all my weight is at my, on my front. So my spine always sticks out. Yeah. I always have back pain. And then I get a lot of people who are slightly bigger than me who will go, Oh my God, I wish I was your size. And I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, I get back pain. I'm 26 and I have back pain and I'm walking around like a cripple, you know, and I can't run yeah. because I get out of breath. I used to go to the gym when you get on a treadmill and you do it for about a week, you know, oh yeah, this is amazing. I can run, I can breathe, I can do all of it. You stop doing that and your body just goes, don't think so. We're not yeah, doing that. And yeah. you start choking up. Like I did a, a block around an area where I live and I saw these lampposts and I did the lampposts as if they were like posts that I could beach to. Like, okay, I've passed that one. We can make it to the next one. I got to the last one, my chest was closing up and I had tears coming out my, oh my eyes gosh. and I couldn't breathe. And I was like, <gasps> I lasted four minutes. I timed myself. Four minutes it took me to get to the last lamppost without dying. Biking's better on your joints. I used to ride a bike, but then like, obviously where I am, people will steal your stuff. Yeah. Huh. Where do you, where do you live, Catherine? I live in Nottingham. Oh, Nottingham, okay. Where Americans apparently get so excited over rubber. My partner was telling me how he had met an American who got so overexcited, his accent, and goes, do you know Robin Hood? He's like, <laughs> no. And he and then they were like, awesome. uh, and Robin Hood's wife, I can't remember her name. And oh, she's Miriam. such a babe. She's so, yeah, yeah. like Mir- uh, Miriam or whatever her name is. And, he, and he's like, oh, she's such a babe. She's so sexy. And my partner, James, is like, she's probably dead. <laughs> yeah she doesn't exist it's not real that was the 1100 it's real it's on me. oh my god and it's just like you know and we laugh about it next time someone asks you that just say well yeah he's my husband just say uh, that uh, what so they can go oh my god i want to meet him. yeah and then and then bring james out and he'll be like hello where's your green hood oh, wow. well, shh, where's your green hood yeah. where's your green tat i was not expecting this oh my god are you really a fox i cannot oh jeez the Do you really steal from the poor, well, from the rich to give to the poor? Because I'm poor. I can't believe anybody thinks that one Robin Hood is well. Robin Hood could have been real in some curious. fashion or another, but how does anybody think mm. that he's alive? It, it's centuries old. It's probably from yeah. that film. The one had Severus Snape in it. Yeah, the one with yeah, the, that was Kevin uh, Costner. Okay, one. yeah, yeah. Robin yeah, Hood, Men in Tights, one. or <laughs> Prince, Prince of Thieves. Of Thieves. <laughs> I love that film. Prince of Thieves was, yeah, get them. That was, that was a big deal when it came out. Oh, such a good movie. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah. not see, though, at the beginning of the movie, it says the Crusades and it talks about it's like 1163 AD or something like that. So something like that, yeah. it's 2020, 1163. 
You think he's still alive? I really don't think they thought that. My gosh. I know they probably did, man. Some people just don't think. Well, you do have to realize that Americans get overexcited over the tiny little things. (laughs) Well, I think if I went to America, I might just be, you know, the same. You could get so excited about anything. But the thing is, is, you know, there's also intelligent questions. Yeah, that's, you know, really what it comes down to. I just want to say rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. That is shocking. Sad news It was the weirdest thing, too, because like, you know, I followed the Suns and the Nuggets and I was looking at the scores. It was this Sunday morning? I think this happened. Yeah, Sunday. And, you know, I just showed the scores and didn't see anything. And then not an hour or so later, it was just like, oh, did you hear what just happened? And I'm like, whoa, seriously? So that was sad. Tragic. Yeah, really and actually, it popped up on my Facebook. Like, I I didn't know him personally. Yeah, I so do. I mean, he and I are. I, I share friends. a lot of news articles and stuff on yeah. one of my pages that I run, and it was just so shocking. I, you know, it's like, how can a helicopter go down? And me and my partner were trying to work it out. Like, oh, was it foggy? And I said to him, well, if you think about it, if they saw that it was getting a little bit foggy, they could have said, oh, oh it's okay, we'll get we'll get through it. It'll be fine. But then if they literally can't see anything whilst they're up there, they're going to try and land. But they, they can't see where they're landing. And obviously, that's where you're going to get issues. And it was well, just shocking. And then finding out that his kids were there as well. His daughter. So yeah. LA had issued a grounding of all aircraft because of the fog. And yeah. he went up anyway. Uh, like I, I had read that he had some kind of special permission to fly even during the fog or it's something like possible that. but the reality was was the fog was so bad that they had grounded everything else and so wow. that's all i know if you're in a fog and you can't see anything my first instinct would be okay we have all these people you know let's land it's the safest thing to do yeah. but if they can't see where the mountains are if they can't see the flooring if they can't see anything but oh, this yeah. fog you literally can't do anything yeah you can't land because what if there's water underneath you? You know, you can't oh, yeah. do anything. You've just got to go, okay, fingers crossed, hope for the best. It was just sad. It, it is. It's a really sad, tragic thing that has happened. My granddad used to work for American Airlines. I think I mentioned this last year, you know, uh, when he passed away. And he would work, he worked at San Francisco International Airport. Anyway, they had a ton of fog-related problems. In fact, a couple crashes. And I think a lot of the crashes happened more back in like the sixties and the seventies, you know, because new technology kind of works them through it now. But still, I mean, there were a lot of problems where it was like, Oh, the fog's so thick. Um, we think this is it. Oh, Nope. That's the San Francisco Bay. Boom. That was it. And so they had a lot of problems with that back in the day. So fog, you know, traditionally in California can get incredibly thick and, you know, even especially even some of the the valley areas of California. Uh, I don't think they have it as much anymore, but they used to where the fog was so thick that if you're driving a car, you can't see past your hood. And it's just like, you know, that's crazy. That's just dangerous. You really shouldn't be out in it. So yeah, I mean, it's now granted. I don't know anything that happened for sure. We weren't there. We don't really know, but the reality is, is that that's really sad. That's too bad. And he was only 41. He was a young I man. Know. It's crazy. Hey, that's yeah. nuts. Yep. And he was, by by most accounts, a really cool guy. So such an example. I mean, how many players yeah, look right. up to him now? Obviously, a sad, tragic thing to happen, and I do feel sorry for his wife. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine the pain that she's going through right now. Oh, I know. Moving into a new positive note, though, Captain, you and I have never experienced this in Sea of Thieves ever. Ooh, I can't wait. To, what? 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 So, what's the first thing that you can imagine? Like, let's say you know the Kraken attacks you, which it did. 
So Dr. Rob Dog and I were hanging out the other night. The Kraken attacks. And then the Megalodon attacks. While the Kraken was attacking? Yes, we've got a giant shark attacking our ship and the Kraken smashing our ship and we're surviving. We're in a sloop, by the way. We're surviving. This is a two-person small ship, little boat almost. And then this... And a ghost galleon. No, no, a player shows up. (laughs) What do you think happened? I reckon that they was just like, ha ha, I'm going to steal your stuff. Yeah, I reckon you sunk. All of a sudden, I'm downstairs, I'm repairing, and all of a sudden, I see this guy bailing the water, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Robbie, and he's like, I'm not on the ship. He's like, I'm in the tentacle, and I'm like, the, like the Kraken's tentacle had pulled him up, and I'm like, what? Who's this? And I look up, and it's a dude, and he's repairing and bailing our ship, and I'm looking at him like, dumbfounded. This has never happened, and then, uh, okay, I'm just going to roll with this. I'm thinking he's going to kill me. He's going to steal our stuff. Okay. So anyway, we get through it. He helps. He bails. He's fighting the Kraken off. And guess what? Kraken goes away. The Megalodon goes away. The guy just stands there. And I'm like, he didn't kill us. He helped us. And so I went down and I I gave him like one of our treasures and I like handed it to him and we're like, thank you. Here's payment. And he's like, nope, you keep it. He goes, just shoot me out of your cannon. (laughs) That's it. This guy helped us. I've never seen this before. I, I, we were dumbfounded. I was like, there is humanity in this world still. Wow. That was a cool, that was actually, and this might be the first time I mean this, Brian, cool story, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that has got to be one of the coolest unleashing of the superhero stories that I have seen in a game in so I think long. That's brilliant. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Great. I'm like, wow. Okay. I want to meet this person in real life. Like they're, I want to hug them. You're amazing. Anyway, I was blown away. I was blown away. My favorite is the bucket of sick. Here, have a bucket of sick. Yeah. Oh, my oh yeah. Gosh. Bucket, of, bucket of throw up, right? Yeah. yeah. Dude, <laughs> it is such a happy game to me. It's fun. It's positive. Even if people are ganking you or coming after you because, you know, it's, we're pirates, right? So what's the natural thing? You go and you plunder each other's booty and loot and all that. But hey, whatever. It's fun. It's a great game. It's a positive game. It's not dark. It's not, you know. It's quite fun. It is. It just yeah. depends on who you play with. Like after, if you're on your own, it's completely different. It's harder. Yeah. But if you're in a group, it's a lot better. If you play with us, then you will have a blast. <laughs> and you should because, you know, we've got our Wednesday night guys that get together. And I mean, we've got a few of those guys that are really good. And one of the guys is just funny. And he's always about, let's go kick somebody's butt. <laughs> it's all he wants to do is just go yeah. mess with people. Go after other people. Yeah, it's awesome. so, f- so you should <laughs> join us, by the way. Uh, are you on Xbox or PC? I'm on Xbox, so I have Xbox One, but I Perfect. don't know whether you have Xbox One. I do too, and right now that's all I have because of the uh, PC not working. So, yes. I thought you had an Xbox 360. Uh, well, I have an old one, but I've got Rob Dog's Xbox One X right now. No. Yeah. This is another thing that he doesn't... Fancy. I told you this. No, you did not. Otherwise, I would have added you like ages ago and kicked your butt. All right. Well, time for you to add me and I'll add you and then you can join our uh, our Sea of Thieves nights. Now, keep in mind, it will be the wee hours of the morning for you when we do Sea of Thieves. We start at uh, 830 Mountain Time. So that is seven hours ahead for you, whatever that is. Oh, wow. Yeah, it'd be like four in the morning. Yeah, who cares? Don't Four in the morning? Oh, wow. Uh, that depends because I have to get up for work at like 7 o'clock in the morning. Oh, what a load. You'd have to pull an all-nighter. It's okay. It's okay. You don't need to really pay attention. I'll have pay to just do it one day a week. 
Well, that's all it is, I one day a week. week. Well, you can maybe join us on weekends and we'll figure that out. We'll, we'll work something out. Yeah, I just want to kick your butt and throw a bucket of sick on your face. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love you. Have a bucket of sick. It's, it's really quite disgusting, but it's, it's awesome. And I like how you can put people in jail. Yes. Oh, we did that to our friend by accident once and then couldn't get out for what, 20 minutes? Oh my God. It was hilarious. Really? Like, oh, whoops. Sorry, Furioso. I can't wait to do that to you. Until the Kraken hits and then you'll wish you had me. Let's talk Jumanji the next level really quickly. Now, Catherine, you've seen this. I've seen this. Captain Influence has not seen this. So oh, have you not seen this film? It's no. just, I, I just it's haven't brilliant. seen the first one yet. I, I oh, saw the I original Jumanji with Robin Williams way back in the day. Yeah, that was good. I love too. that one. Yeah. But I haven't seen any of the, either of the new ones. Oh, the so new ones are better. They're so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So the second one kind of starts off about what is it two years oh so it's two years later in real life but it's also two years later in character life okay like i said no spoilers here but it's really neat how they actually brought that two year later thing they've got the you know here's where they're at in real in, in their quote real life in the story you know they're in college now and it was really really cool seeing all the characters back together whether it was their you know real life characters in the movie or their actual avatar characters i.e you know the rock and karen gillen and all those people but it's really hard, I think, to make sequels as good as the original. And I think that yeah. the Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle was significantly better than the original Jumanji with Robin Williams, even though that was good. But I would say that this, quote, third movie, the next level would be either equally as good as the Welcome to the Jungle or really close. Mm. Seriously, like they just did such a great job. They kept the story going, which I was kind of surprised with. It was actually a fun story. The acting was incredible. Oh my gosh. Kevin Hart. I'm not going to, I'm not going to give it anything away, but <laughs> he does such a great job acting. One of the other characters, which again, you'll have to watch the movie to see that. And then there's it's this really actress. Good. Oh my gosh. Actress. Uh, her name is Aquafina, And I, I was like, it was so funny. I'm like writing this down and I'm like, because it's a W K W A F. I'm like, Aquafina. wait a minute. Aquafina, like the water. Is this seriously? Oh, that's a Q, dude. It's still <laughs> pronounced the same. <laughs> anyway, oh my gosh, was she great. She pulled off acting another character, which I don't want to give away. And I was just like, holy cow. Like, this is almost identical. It's amazing. So everybody really did a great job. Those two actors especially did steal the show, in my opinion. But what did you think, Catherine? I thought it, I thought it was great. Like, obviously, when I watched the new one, it was hilarious. I never stopped laughing. And my, obviously, I can't really spoil it, but my favorite part is the horse. <laughs> I totally agree. Do you uh, do that with your hair, too? Oh, yeah. Just waft it. And then I just kind of realized that I smack my head off the wall. Ooh, my nice. hair's all twisted. And then you're, like, trying to have to move your hair out of your face or out your mouth you have such long hair see what you do right. is you play a right. video yeah. of that horse and then you play a video of you doing that same thing smacking your head on the wall getting the hair stuck in your mouth all tangled up and <laughs> then just be like mm, perfect that's all you got to say yeah yeah that's great but i thought it was hilarious because everybody's like why is there a horse in jumanji the next level like, oh you'll find out and obviously what made it kind of better for me bragging rights as well i uh had dwayne johnson tweet me a happy birthday yes that awesome, was so really? cool yeah yes i did um How'd you swing I, that? well i shared a photo of me and my boy 
Like, and I was like, oh, I'm, uh, go- I've gone to see Jumanji Next Level for my 26th birthday. Can't stop laughing. I think it's absolutely amazing. Everybody should go and see it. And he literally tweets, like, laughter is great or laughter is good. And he's like, happy born day. And I looked at it and went, oh, my this God. This is Dwayne Johnson. It was actually And him. I didn't realize it. And everybody in Twitter was like, he's tweeted you. He's tweeted you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I and was shocked like, too. Dwayne Johnson, like, hello, he's tweeted you. It ended up with over three thousand likes. Oh, that's so on cool. Twitter. Wow. About I think maybe hundred and something retweets and about ninety something people messaging. And I looked at it like, holy crap! Like one of my favorite people mm-hmm. has actually just wished me a happy birthday. Like, I just couldn't believe it. I want to shout out to Dwayne Johnson that that is one of the coolest things I've heard from someone with that level of influence because I've seen people tweet really meaningful messages or message on Facebook or Instagram or whatever, right? And they never get responses from the actual person. It's rare that someone will get a response. It's just crazy. If you have not seen it yet, go see it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's, you mentioned a lot of laughs. Fun. It was just, yeah. So funny. I couldn't recommend it any higher. We are, I mean, we're going to get out of here already. I can't believe this. Like time flies. We would keep going, but we won't. So I think we might be able to talk about Picard as a separate episode. And then as we mentioned earlier, we'll have Catherine on to talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, some more personal things and how you've overcome and unleashed your superhero in your life, which I'm really excited. I'm looking forward to doing that. We're bringing some of those episodes up. We've got episode 200 coming here very soon. Thank you for joining us. Really appreciate it. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Also, you can go to realbryanshow.com slash 197. We'll have show notes. We will have links to Catherine's social media, maybe some pictures, maybe the one with uh, the actual Kate Mulgrew. The, the I would definitely send that one to you. Okay. And then you can put it on your page. If Sounds you good. Yeah. We'll have all that stuff there. By the way, you can go ahead and mention, though, how anyone can follow you. Where would you like people okay. to connect with you? My main Twitter is the little Eliza. So when you do the Eliza, like there's uh, an underscore after little. I'm five foot three. I'm very tiny. So nice. I figured it would fit perfectly. So my Instagram is the little Eliza. They're for my personal stuff. My Facebook page is called the little Eliza. John. So I haven't actually wrote on there. I do have a website, which is uh, tristcatherine94.com. So I write everything on there. I just haven't wrote in such a long time. But obviously, I will also make sure that Brian gets the links so then you can actually go find them as well. Booyah. And are you still streaming on Mixer? Um, I am when I can find the time. So my Mixer is a little Simply HD. So I stream on there. I play uh, Dip by Daylight, which most of my followers know that I suck at because I always <laughs> die. I either die first or I die last. Nice. It's pretty much they watch me play that game just to see if I uh, die or not. I play kind of different games. I want to try horror games, but I always quit. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine, thank you for being on. It was fun. You're welcome. It's, it's been fun. Well, before we leave, though, this is probably the most important part of the show that if we didn't have this, I, I don't know what I'd do. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. If there were ever a time to panic, would it be when a 12-pound cat is hanging from your beard? You know what the music means. Booyah. (sighs) Well, that has been a great time. It has been fun. Thank you for listening and joining us this week. Hope you have a glorious weekend and a smashing next week. Catherine, Captain, 
Admiral and Captain. This is great. Thank you both for joining me. Yes. This has been fun. All right. Thank you, sir. That's right. Thank you so much for having me. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.